before this video starts, make sure to like the video and subscribe to the Jaycarlet YouTube channel. And if you're listening to this on audio, make sure to follow the, the Talking Football podcast. Enjoy. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Jacob Cullip YouTube channel. I am Jacob Cullip, and welcome back to the Talking Football podcast, episode three of season two. And it's the big one. It is time for Premier League predictions, but I'm not alone here today. I've got a familiar face on the podcast and on the channel. We've got Miles. So, Miles, how are we doing? Yeah, I'm very good. Hello, everyone. Looking forward to it today. Hmm. Uh, so, what do you think of last year's Premier League? Um, well, the Premier League season was good, but my predictions weren't, so... <laughs> yeah, I think I went over that on episode one of season two. That wasn't good. Shocker. Really I, think, shocker. I, think, I think we only got two, I think, overall. That's being generous. But obviously, new season, new predictions, and hopefully some correct predictions. And yeah, so let's show the layout of how um, the viewers will see here on the channel. Or if you listen to this on Spotify, make sure to follow on Spotify or your podcast provider and follow the Jake Cullip YouTube channel here on the video as well. So I share the screen now. This is how we're going to go over today. So we're going to go over one by one of the table. So we see, oh, Arsenal is the only time Arsenal will be top of the league. But um, as we go down... <laughs> Uh, so Aston Villa, Brentford, yeah, as etc. We're going to all go down and we're going to go one by one instead of just doing the traditional 20th to first. So let's kick off with the first prediction. Let's kick off with Arsenal. So what do we think of Arsenal? Um, well, I put them in sixth place. So I think that'll be a you know a solid season for them. I think they'll take that. And you know, they made some decent signs. They've got obviously Ben White in. I think they've got already got a good defence last season. Not a lot of people know they've got the like third best defence in the league. So... And also no Europa League distractions, so they don't have to rotate their big players like Saka and Bamiang. So I think Arsenal will do well this season, but you know, it's Arsenal, so it could also go very badly. <laughs> um, I can understand why you put them sixth, but um, I've actually gone a little bit of a different prediction for them. I've gone for fifth. That's what I personally think. I also agree with the benefit of no European football. I think that will do them the well of good, as we've seen. It has, especially last year, did disrupt their league season as they finished eighth last year. And obviously, Saka will have more time, so no more continuous games. And then Ben White, who's had no European football experience, that's fantastic for him not coming in and have the impact of European football. Because yeah. it can take some time to get used to. But I think Arsenal will have a better season than the past two seasons. And I think they will finish fifth. And I think Ben White is actually a good signing compared to what people have been saying. Yeah, I think he's a decent signing. I mean, 50 million. I mean, if they get like four or five years out of him and sell him on for a similar or better price, you know, it's going to look, look, look like a good business, isn't it? So, yeah, I mean, he's proven in the Premier League and he had a very, very good season with Brighton. So, yeah, it's not a, not a bad signing at all, really. Who's the player to watch out for Arsenal this season? Who do you think? Um, I'm probably going to say Saka. Um, obviously, it was quality last season, but didn't really have as many games as he probably would like because of the Europa League. So maybe he can uh, hit the ground running again this season consistently every week. So that's my that's my pick. We will hope Saka does well, especially after the horrible abuse he suffered after the Euros, which was just horrible like he's 19 years old like he's still young he has the world at his feet and we've seen what he's been doing for the past two years in the league he's been absolutely fantastic so 
hope Saka has a good season for Arsenal's sake. Hopefully, don't finish in the top four, not above United, but let's go, <laughs> let's go for that. Um, I think the player to watch out for, I think Aubameyang. That's what I personally think. I've, he scored 10 Premier League goals last season, but compared to the start he had at Arsenal and the season before last, he just hasn't he hasn't looked like himself, really. He hasn't been that sharp, has he? No, he always dis like in Liverpool games. Like I know he scored in Community Shield last year, but he just went miss, especially those those standout Liverpool games in the league last year. He just looked so invisible. I just couldn't see him. Like, but people give them a lot of stick to Lacazette, but I think Lacazette actually did well last year. In my opinion, does. Uh, like Pepe, Aubameyang, like I said, all just in- inconsistent. Like they just get, you know, a good run together, and then Arsenal really push up the table. I think because they've got some good players there, and Arteta's like he's doing well. He's he's, he's not he's not been amazing, but I don't think he's like done badly so far. But this is a big season for him, especially in the Europa League. So yeah, yeah. So that is Arsenal, and then we're going to go on to the team who are currently in second place. It's Aston Villa, and what a fantastic transfer window they've had, Miles. Yeah, very, very good. Obviously, lost uh, lost Jack Greedy for 100 million, but they've really, really strengthened the likes of Wendy, Ings, and uh, Leon Bailey from the Bundesliga. But they've, they've got a very good, strong squad. Like, and also they've got like Bertrand Torre, El Ghazi. Yeah, I think they could, I think they could really do well. And that's why I put them in ninth uh, for Aston Villa. You, know, you put them in, you put them in ninth. And for the first time today, we have agreed. Agreed. Oh, we've agreed. I put us. Uh, we don't know each other's predictions, by the way. Just so <laughs> everyone knows. Not cl- yeah. not clickbait. Not clickbait. But <laughs> um, yeah, I I agree with you. Fantastic signings. I think they knew Grealish was going. Yeah. I think this, it was pretty obvious. What a fant- another fantastic season he had last year. Signing Buendia, who's had Premier League experience before with Norwich. That's a good signing. Signing Danny Ings, a proven goal scorer. Because although Watkins did well last year. There was games where he was inconsistent and did go on a five-game not scoring streak. So as good as Watkins is, they do need another striker just in case he is not firing. Yeah, I think Watkins may play off the left or potentially play as a part of the front too. So yeah, they got they got a good attack. But the only thing I worry with Villa is it could be a you know Lukaku uh, Everton situation where they lost him, got a lot of money, but didn't the squad didn't really click. But I I, I don't think that'll happen. But I think that could be a potential concern for Aston Villa. Um, mm. So yeah, we'll have to see how that pans out. I think one of my players to watch out for is Villa's new sign, Leon Bailey. He's done fantastic in the Bundesliga for Bayern Leverkusen. And yeah, I think, will he hit the ground running? Well, not every player does, but I personally think he will. And I think he'll be a fantastic signing. Who's your player to watch out for, for Aston Villa? I was going to say Bailey as well. I think he'll do very well. Uh, very, mm. very quick winger. I think he'll probably, he'll probably might take a few games, but once he gets adapted to Premier League, I think he'll be a very, very good signing. So let's see who's on next on the screen. We have new boys. We have Brentford. What do we think about Brentford, Miles? Um, well, maybe people have got them to go down, but I haven't. I've got them going to sixteenth because I think that you know they've got a good spirit in the club. Um, they seem like quite motivated, quite hungry. A lot of the players, especially like like Zidane, Tony, aren't proven in the Premier League, and maybe that will motivate them to really, really push on and maybe solidify their Premier League status for another season. But yeah, I think Tony will be the talisman, obviously, for the team. And uh, probably, probably carried him up when the quality and maybe defence isn't quite as good as it should be. So I haven't really done a lot of business, but as I say, like the spirit in the squad, I think, will, will be good enough to keep him up. You put them 16th. 
it's really I've really struggled hard with this one because people have been saying they've been going down, going, staying up. I've put them in 18th place. I think they'll just I think they'll just go down. I don't think they're going to finish bottom. I think they'll have a I think they'll have a good season. And I think Ivan Tony will do well, especially Josh De Silva as well, a very underrated player at Brentford. Thomas Frank, their manager, is a good manager as well. I think he'll do well and potentially get a job in the future at another Premier League club. But it's really hard because I said this with West Brom last year, that that went terrible. They've got good players and they have potential to stay up. But I don't want to risk it again. So I'm going to go 18th. That's just what I, that's what I personally think. I think they'll just go down. I think they'll have a good season, but just go down. Fair enough. Yeah, it could go either way with Brentford, really. Like, I, I think it's all just dependent on Tony, really. If they can keep him fit and keep him scoring, then, you know, if, they, if he can get 15, 10, 15 goals, they'll probably stay up. But then if he does nothing all season, then they're definitely going to be down. So it just mm-hmm. it depends on him, really, doesn't it? Um, yeah, so the players to watch out for is definitely Ivan Tony that we've agreed with. Yeah, I, I, yeah, Tony is the main man for them and uh, will be their only chance of staying up, I reckon, but I think they'll do it. I think Josh still I said mentioned Josh Silva as well, who was also at Arsenal when he was younger. And I think he could have potentially have a good season a player to watch out for. So he yeah. could do well. Yeah, I could make a strong shout out. Yep, so that is Brentford. So Miles said 16th. And I said 18th. I think they'll go down. So we move on to Brian and Hove Albion. So Brian and Hove Albion finished 16th last year, I believe. I think they did. Oh, I, can't I, can't, I, I can't remember. It feels like ages ago. But uh, Brian, and Hove, Brian and Hove Albion, I think I'll start off with this one. I think they'll have a good season. I think they'll finish in their best season ever. I think they'll finish 14th. Yep. That's yeah. <sighs> I, think, I think the team did click towards the end of the season. They definitely did click last year. We saw Brian playing really well in the second part of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though they did start the season well, a bit unlucky in the game, especially the Man United game at home last year, they were really unlucky with that. And they'll, and as I said, they are really unlucky at the start of the season. But then eventually they beat Man City last year. Fantastic performance from them, even though City were down to ten men. I just think the team finally clicked. Welbeck started firing, but question marked about his fitness. Still unsure about Neil Mope, but. I think they will finish fourteenth because I think they are better than the teams that above them. I do think they are. Yeah, well, I've gone one higher, thirteenth. I don't think they'll be. You know, they're the XG kings, aren't they? They expect they expect <laughs> goals scored and conceded, uh, topping the chance in those. But I, I, just, I just don't trust um, their like, attacking outlets. I'd, they haven't got a new striker, which is a big concern for me. They got the 50 mil for Ben White. I don't know why they didn't splash. Like, it's, there's reports of them potentially going for Nketiah, Christian Edward from Celtic, but whether they'll get that across the line, I'm not sure. But right now, with their current squad, I don't see them much higher than 13th with uh, with their signings. They have signed Mwepu. I don't know how you say that from, uh, from uh, I think it was Leipzig. Yeah, and he looks like a you know, Leipzig or Salzburg, one of the RB clubs. Uh, but he looks like a decent sign. But uh, I think Graham Potter will do enough to. Yeah, as you say, making their best Premier League finish. But it won't be maybe as good as they could have done if they got a striker. Um, yeah, who's your star player to watch out for for Brighton then? Um, probably going to say Sanchez and goal. I think it'll be quite key to them doing well. 
Uh, obviously, came in for Matt Ryan last year, but he's, he's, he did well in the second half of last season as he got his place in the team. And yeah, I think they'll be quite reliant because their defence is it's good, but it's leak shots quite a lot. So if he can just, you know, nick, nick, nick them points through his saves, then I think that'd be crucial. Definitely, definitely an FPL asset to watch out for. Not in my team, though. <laughs> and he's not in your team. We could actually go over that towards the end if if we're fancy yeah. on that. But I've, I've definitely put him in because, you know, cheap, reliable. But yeah, yeah. Um, player to watch out for, for me, I probably... Sanchez is definitely a shout. Oh, this is the predictable moment. But Lewis Dunk, I think he'll have another great season. The captain of Brighton, one of the top scorers last year, actually, when no one else was firing. Lewis Dunk does pretty well. And I think... He's still underrated. Lewis Dunk is still underrated. Not an English one yet, is he? He's only a one cap, I think. He's one cap wonder in a minute, isn't he? It's just like that Ben White got the, the club's player of the season last year. And I just think oh, Ben White is good, don't get me wrong. But Lewis Dunk is Brian's best centre back. Oh, I agree, yeah. Yeah. He should have got club, club player of the season last year. <laughs> without, without him, I don't know where they would be half of the time. Yeah, that's very true. Very true. So I said um, Brighton 14th and Miles said 13th. And now we go on to everyone's favourite club, especially mine. Uh, it's Man United's nemesis is Burnley. 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 <laughs> Bloody Burnley. Bloody Burnley, indeed. <laughs> um, what, are you going to start? Oh, yeah, I'll start with this one. Uh, you said 13 for Brian. I've said 13 for Burnley. Fair enough. Well, what's the reason for that? It's quite maybe quite high for Burnley. I know. I know they didn't end the season well last year. Once they got safe, they didn't. They were on the beach. Get the sandals out. Get the slippers. Go in the spa. We're fine. But um, I think I think Sean Dyche won't be happy with that end of the season last year. And you know the motivator he is. And I think he'll kick them on for another season in the Premier League. It could be his last. Could be. You'd never know. I think he only has one year left on his contract. If someone can find that out for me, put that in the comments. But I think Burnley have another great season. They've got something to play for. As I said, they were on the beach for pretty much the last few games last year. And I think they will finish 13th. Fair enough. I've gone a bit lower. They're not going to go down, but I think they'll be very, very close to it. 17th. I just, uh, you said that I, don't, I think they're going to, he's going to motivate that squad. I'm not sure how long he can motivate it for. I mean, the, there's a lot of good players in that team, like Chris Wood, Pope, Tarkowski and me, but how long are these guys going to want to be, you know, in a relegation fight? And they're not going to try and look elsewhere for moves. But, yeah, I'm just I'm just thinking, how long can Sean Dyche keep the, these boys up for? And I think they'll be much, much closer. And they haven't really done any business. He never gets any back into Sean Dyche. He only really, he's brought in Collins, which is a I mean, centre-back. You know, they've lost. They've lost Gibson, but like they're both two two signs that are two transfers. Sorry, that are a bit irrelevant. Really, I don't see how they've really added or lost the squad. And I think they'll have just enough to keep them up without Burnley, you know, grit and steel. But no, I don't see them doing a lot this season. Yeah, so a bit of con- con- convoluted. Well, convoluted. I think that's the word. But like contradiction of predictions between me and you. You think Burnley are not going to have that great of a season? I think they'll finish 13th. I think they will have a good season. But I think the player to watch out for definitely is their most talented player, Dwight McNeil. Yeah, I'd agree. No, I'd definitely agree with that. He's, he's he's had flashes of promise, but he hasn't really managed to get the consistency yet, has he? He needs like, to start yeah. adding more goals to his game. 
Yeah, but it's so hard for him when he plays in such a negative team. And sure, like tactics don't get wrong; they work, but they're not exactly the most exciting, and they don't really favour like attacking wing play, do they? No, but obviously we, he has a shot on him as well, especially the goal against Everton last year, one of the goals of the season. That was fantastic. But yeah, I think Dwight McNeil definitely the player to watch out for. Nick Pope as well had a brilliant season last year. He always is reliable between the sticks. That the standout performance, especially that win at Anfield. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> had to mention that. Oh dear. So you lost your winning streak last year. How do you feel about that? Let's go on to that. I mean, obviously, didn't have a very good season, but we didn't really have a lot of depth, did we, at the back? Um, <laughs> the likes of, you know, Matt Phillips did all right, but Reese Williams wasn't so, so good. But, um, mm. yeah, Bernie, well, Bernie, did, Bernie played well and they beat us, so there's not much mm. more to say about that. We'll get on to Liverpool later, but sixth place we've got, could be the champions this season, we have Chelsea. What do you think about Chelsea, Miles? You say they got you have a sixth place or they're the sixth team? No, they're the sixth team in the table. This is gonna be so weird now. We're not doing like actual predictions, we're just going from town. Say on the show if I show on the screen now, I'll literally show you guys literally on the yeah. screen, they're literally sixth place. If <laughs> you look here, sixth place there. <laughs> but right, um so again on back onto that. Um Chelsea, what do you think about them? Uh well, I'll leave my prediction where I actually think they're gonna be at the end. I think they've got a a decent squad. I mean, their defence is very good. Tuchel's a, you know, he's a great manager. He's shown in Champions League last season he's, he, he can, you know, put some good tactics together and make a system that works for the team. And I think they will rely on their defence this season. I'm not, unless they sign Lukaku, I don't really see where the goals are coming from again. With, with Can Werner, you know, can he, uh, can he perform after a bit of a poor first season, really? Came a bit of a meme. Um <laughs> And then the likes of Pulisic and Callum Hudson-Odoi, they're just not really getting consistent running the team. So uh, well, I've gone for a fourth for Chelsea, which I think they were a lot of people. It's a boring prediction. Fourth. fourth. Yeah. Ooh. Maybe you've got them higher. But I, I, do ha- I do have them higher. What a standard one for them. Mm. Yeah, but if they sign Lukaku, if he fits the system, it could they could be challenging for the league. I think that's how variable Chelsea could be this season. Well, Lukaku is pretty much done deal. All the paperwork I've been reading, all the articles, he's pretty much done anyway. So Lukaku will sign for Chelsea. That is definite. But I think they're the closest team to Man City. Well, they've been them three times last year. I know like you only said anyone can beat Man City on their day. But they, Tuchel definitely has Pep's number. It's definite, definite to see. Yeah. But I, I think Chelsea, they have the perfect back line. Good midfield. Kante and Jorginho did fantastic last year. Kante, especially in the Champions League, definitely one of the best players in the tournament last year, or maybe the maybe the best. But I've gone Chelsea second. Yeah, I I, I think that the um, second to fourth will be very close mm. between those clubs. I think it could, it could go many ways, but I just I think Chelsea they're a bit of a cup team, aren't they? Like for the league, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not sure on them how they're kind of. Gonna, I'm not sure how consistent they are. Which is going to be the main one I use this video because I like the work consistency. Is it on, is, is Chelsea going to lack that? But um, I think they could. They could win the cup. Maybe Champions League again. We'll have to wait and see. But fourth for me. I definitely agree. The consistency. You see them. They can beat Real Madrid. They can beat City in tournament cup cup ties. But then they'll lose to Aston Villa and West yeah. Brom like they did last year. So I understand why you put them fourth. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully for Chelsea fans' sake, they can uh, they can uh, sign Lukaku and he can bang goals. But there's been a mixed reception for Lukaku. What do you think of the signing? Well, obviously, Man United fan. He was obviously in my club. 
it wasn't a bad signing, but he's definitely a system player. He didn't fit Man United system. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. He's definitely he's the target man. You need to rely on him. Problem is with teams like Man United and Liverpool. Liverpool do rely on Salah. It's evident, but this team games. It's every player is worth in that system. Yeah, but but with Lukaku, they need to make it. That's why Inter Milan worked because Conte knew he was his number one man, and they relied on him, and it paid off in the end, that winning the title. But it's a good signing, no doubt. Brilliant striker, fantastic. 15 goals a season plus, definitely. I mean, absolute minimum. You could bank 25. Like, that's yeah. Well, the problem is when he goes missing, he goes. That's the yeah. problem. Yeah, that is, that, that is the issue of the hockey. Then City know his number as well. Pat knows his number. Obviously, he was at United. They, I don't even think he even scored against City when he was he was at United. But yeah, he goes missing big games, isn't he? So that's, be- that's what I'm fearing. That's why I don't think they will win the league. But I think they will run close. Yeah, it could be it could be a good shout, yeah. So I've seen a lot of people do p- pick Chelsea to win the league, but just City, isn't it? They're too much quality in the end. Consistency, they're such a consistent team. I'll leave that to when I get to Man City. <laughs> yeah, I think that's already a spoiler already. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> but um seventh this is the seventh team in the table. We got the a new manager at Crystal Palace. Yeah. Mm, so what do we think about this? Well, I'm going to start off where I'm going to put them as 19th. I don't really see Oh, them. going down. I think they're going to go down. Uh, the main issue for me is the Patrick Vieira. I don't, I don't think he'll do very well. You know, if I'm honest, like, you know, he's, he's very, un, he's very unproven manager, let alone in the Premier League. And, um, yeah, they made some all right signings. Like they, I don't know how you pronounce it. Guehi from Chelsea's academy played for Swansea last season. Did all right. Elise or Elise, I don't know how you say that either. But they're a promising player from Reading. Like a bit of a a Berriese style player. Cause they're CAM quite flair um, based. And also they've lost a lot of uh, lost a lot of the core squad though. Like Van Arnold, Cahill, Townsend, even like Scott Dan. They've lost a lot of the spine of the team. Uh, which could which could hurt them in the early starts of the season when they got a lot of you know fresh faces playing together. But the main thing I just don't I just don't trust Vieira, and I think they'll go down because of that. Maybe they'll be sacked, uh, but who knows? Yeah, you put them to go down. I think they'll just stay up. I put them in seventeenth. What's your reasoning? What's your reasoning behind that? I think Vieira will get sacked. That is an early prediction. I, as you said, not not enough experience. Could do an ollie. Could do well. It always depends on the... Uh, sometimes it just works with a club, as we've seen with Oli. But I hope Vieira does well, but you never want a manager to get sacked. But I think they'll just stay up. They've got enough quality. They'll rely on Zaha again, as they usually do. He's always their standout to play, player and player to watch. So that's my player to watch, Wilfred Zaha. Eze is out to 2022 with an injury he's picked up last year. So that could be a big loss, especially in the games... He played last year when he was absolutely fantastic. But I think I think the loss of Roy Hodgson is bigger than people think. I think it's, I mean, it's true. I mean, Roy Hodgson, I mean, he, he's obviously done a bad job of a few clubs um, and the England national team. But, you know, he, he does he does keep teams up. Um, you know, him retiring could, yeah, could be a big, uh, big loss for Crystal Palace. And as you say, more than people realise. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, as you said, the loss of Scott Dan, Car- Gary-, Gary Cahill. Um, Christian Benteke signed a new contract after his second half of the season form last year. What do you think of Christian Benteke? I mean, oh, we played we played for us. It didn't quite work out for him, but we know he's we know he can be a good goal scorer. And uh, hopefully, for Crystal Palace fans, he can uh, he can get firing. But they've got quite you know last season they just didn't really have that out and out goal scorer. And Zaha just you know he's he's a very very good player, but sometimes you go on a run of six games and sometimes going missing for ten. You just don't know what you don't know what play you're going to get sometimes on the on the day. And he gets yeah. quite easily, doesn't he? Like. You need this one or two injuries a season, so they do need to find the player to rely on. Yeah, I think mean, that's. I, I think the main thing is just the is unproven, and Palace have got a pretty aging and squad that already gelled together. So that's my reasoning. Yep. So Miles said Palace to go down. I think they'll just have enough quality to stay up. And then next we have Everton. What do we think about Everton, your local rivals? Yeah, I mean. I mean, they've 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 uh, brought in Rafa, which you know, as a as controversial. A, yeah, I, I don't really like it. I mean, you never want to on your great manager to go to a rival club like mm-hmm. uh, Mourinho and Chelsea and Spurs. But um, regardless of that, taking the bias out of it, I don't think they'll be doing much. I'll put them in eleventh because uh, I've just thought uh, the signs they've made, like Damari Gray, Andros Townsend, Begovic, it's not really screaming getting pushing up the table for me. And, uh, you know, these players are, you know, rejects of their club sort of thing. Well, Townsend, obviously, did well Palace, but Damari Gray, let's don't want him. Begovic has just been floating around many Premier League clubs now for a few years and is, is a backup goalkeeper to pick with, really, isn't he? But, yeah, I'd, I'm, not, I'm not too sure. And a lot of the uh, a lot of the players have been there. They've had a lot of different tactical approaches, you know, of Ancelotti and then Coleman um, and a few others like uh, Sam Allardyce. Adver- so there are a lot of different, you know, tactical changes. And Ancelotti not staying for very long. I just think it's going to hurt them. Um, keep getting used to the new managers, new systems. Yeah, I just don't see him doing a lot this season, to be honest. We've gone pretty close. I've gone for Everton 10th. I think they'll rely on Dominic Calvert-Loon and Richardson again, who are definitely their standout players from last year. Obviously, as I said, these signings, Damari Gray, Begovic and Townsend are not the most fabulous signings, considering the signings they did last year with Allen and Hamas uh, Rodriguez. Yeah, some good signings. But I think they was just... Well, at the end of last season, they could have got European football, but then they stagnated. They got absolutely smashed at the end of last season, especially the City game on the final yeah. day. Yeah, when they lose their heads, Everton, they just, they just go missing. Yeah, uh, I'd agree with that. Yeah. But yeah, um, I just I don't know what to say about Everton really. I just yeah, they're really nothing. You know, got I don't, I don't see them nowhere near the relegation fight. We don't see them nowhere near you know fighting you know, for the top seven European places really. Um, yeah, yeah, and I mean Rafa can you know what Rafa can do? He can you know really turn a club around. But I'm not sure this will happen to Everton. Yeah, so you've gone 11th, I've gone 10th, and in the next club we have got Leeds United. So I think I'll start off with Leeds United. Fabulous season last year, Marcelo Bielsa, fantastic job, definitely did really well, proved the manager, people questioning, is he overrated, is his system, will it cut out in the Premier League, and it did, and I've gone Leeds to do better than last year, I put them 8th. Yep, and I've gone exactly the same. Mm. Another, another agree. Yeah, I think yeah, 
I, I didn't back Leeds last season. I think I put them to go down, didn't I? Yeah, you put them to go down. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I've, I've really uh, really rated Bielsa's tactical approach. I mean, the players clearly buy into it and they've got some, you know, breakout stars in that team like Rafinha. I think he's absolutely quality. Patrick Bamford proved a lot of people wrong last season. They've re-signed Harrison uh, from Manchester City after the loan deal of last year. So I, I think they'll have a really good season and push, push for the European places potentially. But I don't think they'll have quite enough just because I don't really back the defence that much. Um, they do leak goals, but they also score a lot. So, you know, it could go either way with them. But yeah, I think like, it's main, the main thing is just Bielsa. He's a great manager. And I think he'll push him up the table this season. I just think without, I think without him, Leeds would very struggle. Yeah, I think they would. I think they'd be down there with um, down there near, near the relegation scrap, probably with a different manager. So Jack Harrison is my player to watch out for this season. Fantastic ten assists last year, I think, in the Premier League. He did absolutely, absolutely fantastic. An out and out winger. He does like to cut in and score a goal, especially in the the Newcastle goal last year was absolutely fantastic and scored at Anfield as well. That was a really good goal, even though that was catastrophic defending, I must say, yeah. but. Yeah, he's my standout player player to watch out for. Who's your standout player to watch for? Yeah, well, I agree. I'd agree. With, I'd agree with Jack Harrison. I think he's very underrated. Well, I've gone uh, standard Rafinha. I think he's world class. I think he could be uh, could be playing for a Champions League team, whether that would be at Leeds if you know if they can keep pushing on, or or elsewhere. I think he'll, he'll get a move eventually. He's he's that good, and you know he's going he's going to have a very good season in my opinion. He has been linked with Liverpool in the past. What would you think if he moves to Liverpool? Um, yeah, it would be, be a good signing. I think um, if potentially like likes of Shakiri uh, move on, you know, we could we could need a we need, we need a backup because he wouldn't be first choice straight away. That's for sure. But yeah, I think he could be good for the future. Yeah, um, definitely. Calvin Phillips had a fantastic Euros, so could he have another great season? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, he really impressed me in the Euros. I didn't watch a lot of Leeds last season, like hand, a handful of games, but obviously watching uh, all the England games. Very, very good alongside Declan Rice, but also showed he's got a bit going forward as well. He's not just a, a lump at the a lump in the middle of the park sort of thing. He can uh, he can create play. So yeah, he's 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 set for a good season again if he can continue that form. We definitely saw that, especially he got the assist for Raheem Sterling in the Croatia game when he decided to push up the pitch. That was a fantastic assist from Calvin Phillips. And we predict another fantastic season for Leeds, and we've both agreed yet again for an eighth place finish. Yeah, definitely. And now we go into everyone's favourite club and favourite owner, Leicester City. Yeah, I've put uh, I've put Leicester in fifth. Uh, you put Arsenal in fifth. But I've gone for Leicester. I think that yeah, they've got enough quality over the likes of um, you know Leeds, Spurs, Arsenal, and the rest of those clubs in that area just to you know just to solidify their place in fifth, like uh, like the last season. I don't think we get enough top four just because of the. Europe League rotation. I just think that top four too good compared to the rest of the league. But they made some good signings, like because with Dakar, uh, another another forward maybe to replace Vardy in a couple of years' time. We'll have to see. But uh, Ryan Bertrand is an interesting one because he did well in the Community Shield, didn't he, for the final. Um, and yeah, it's, I, I just think they'll. Brendan Rodgers is a great manager, and they'll uh, they'll stay fifth. What do you think they'll finish fifth for the third season in a row and miss out on top four? Then yeah, I don't I don't think they'll get top four. I'll say that now. I don't think they get top four. Well, I could, I could be wrong, but I, I think they'll be. I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident unless they'll be fifth, fifth, sixth in that in that area. Well, I've gone one down from you. I put Leicester City sixth. Yes, we've mixed Arsenal and Leicester up. <laughs> I think it. I think there could be a bit of interchange between Leicester 
and yeah. Arsenal, Arsenal, which we both agree with. But I don't think they have a good season. I think they have a good season, but not as good as the past two. Fair enough. Well, I think Dak is a good signing as well. Ryan Bertrand, underrated at Southampton. Good signing, I think. Especially when Pereira is all, um, out because Ricardo Pereira does get injuries and we've seen Castagna get injured a lot since his time at Leicester. Yeah. But yeah, so that's a good backup signing. And I and as I said, Daka, maybe to replace Vardy, also backup as well. As we've seen, he's also pacey as well. He's similar traits to Jamie Vardy, I must say. Yeah, definitely. So I think it'll be, a, it'll be a replacement just to have a year to settle in, learn from Vardy and then maybe take his place in a couple of seasons' time. Yep, so I think they'll get Europa League again. Uh, Europa League football, will they focus on it? Because they didn't, we didn't see, they they didn't focus, I'll just say their confusion of words, but they didn't really focus on it last year. Yeah, I don't, I think they were quite underwhelming in Europa League and uh, where, where they get knocked out like? Slavia Prague, wasn't it? I think yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah they, they, don't, they don't do very well, but maybe they'll have a, a bit more, a bit more of a know-how about how to, you know, go about the games because it is a lot different playing in Premier League compared to going on a, you know, Thursday night to, you know, just say Prague. But um, yeah, I think I mean I'm a bit better, but I don't I don't know if anyone near winning it. Mm-hmm. All right, so Leicester City, we predict them to have a, another good season, and let's see what they can do. Eleventh place, well not eleventh place, blimey! See, this is even confusing me now. Oh, this is going to be the running theme of the podcast. But <laughs> let's hope you finish 11th place. We got Liverpool. Do you want to start with Liverpool since your favourite club? Yeah, they're going to get relegated. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I've put them fourth. Fourth? Well, yeah. That's potentially quite low. What's your reasoning? Obviously, they didn't. They were champions last year. I could say some things about your title defence, but I'm not. But. Not a great Premier League title defence. I think everyone knew it was over as soon as Van Dijk and Joe Gomez got injured. Yeah. Even though you were top of the league in the new year. But I think everyone knew City hit form and then everyone's like, City are just winning it. And then Liverpool, barren run at home as well for the first part of the season. Or second half of the season, six losses in a row. It's the worst in the club's history. But as we saw from the final five games, they were the best team in the league on form. So they did get there with the best form throughout the season. So I think Liverpool will have a good season. I think they'll get top four. No one will come close to them in four. I think, as you said, that top four is just too good compared to everyone else. And I think the top four will be cemented about from about 10 points. Fifth will be about the gap between 10 points between fifth and fourth. And I think Liverpool will finish fourth, but I don't think they'll have a good season as everyone else is, as they're saying. Okay, well, I've gone for second. Second, maybe maybe a bit of blind optimism, a bit of bias, but that's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I think we'll make a good comeback this season with uh, this. We've only really signed Canate, but I think this much needed defensive cover, especially what happened last season. We know with the injuries and whatnot, but I, I just think that you know the front the front three, but is very good. But the only concern I have is the uh, the midfield. You know, losing one now is going to be quite big. I think a massive loss. So, can we replace him by the end of the window? I think that'll probably be the difference between us finishing you know, second or potentially challenging for the league. Mm. Yeah, I, I just hope like likes of Cater, Thiago can really step up this season. I think that'll be a bit massive for us if they can do that. We lost uh, lost Robertson from injury, but it doesn't look like he's going to be out for that long. 
maybe only like six six, six weeks. It might make the first couple of months of the season. But we got a old Simicass coming in. Had a good game the other day. Yeah, he did well. We got got a couple of assists, didn't he, in the preseason friendly? Um, yeah, I, I don't think now. I think Robertson being out will hurt us that much with the likes of you know, Van Dyke, Penate. Um, and yeah, I, I, I think I think we'll do well this season. Uh, player to watch out for for Liverpool for me. I'm going to go Harvey Elliott. Strong shout, strong shout. Mm. He's looked very promising so far, hasn't he? Mm. He had a fantastic season in the Championship with Blackburn last year, and I think. He'll impress for Liverpool if he gets the game time. Obviously, it depends on the front three because this is the front three, isn't it? Firmino, Mane and Salah and Jota. Unexpected signing last year. We're all questioning 40 million. Is he worth that? But he definitely did show. Yeah, yeah, he was good. He was a good backup when he was asked to come in, you know, and the likes of Firmino um, drop from the team or other injuries. He did, he did well. Um, my player to watch out for was Sadio Mane. He didn't have a amazing season last year by his standards but I think, we, I think he'll be back and hungry um, and well well refreshed for this well refreshed for the season we will lose him to Africa Cup of Nations I think as well as Salah which could hurt us a lot um, but hopefully uh, as you say a Harvey Elliott Jota and we'll start Firmino can carry us through that period um, yes yeah, so I think Mane will be back to his old best uh, what do you think about Mohamed Salah um, he's, he's carried us the last few seasons but I think if we don't win the league or challenge for a you know Champions League this season, we could be on his way potentially. But we, I thought he was going to be on his way this summer, and I'm wrong. So you know, who knows? Definitely one of the best players in the league, and could he be top scorers? We'll get on top scorer. We'll get on to that later. But Liverpool, bit of mix between us again. You've put them second. I finish. I put them to finish fourth. Let's see what Liverpool do this season and potentially. Could win the league. You never know. It is the Premier League. Ne- next, we could... This is probably the eventual winners. We have Manchester City, and I'll go first. They're going to win it. Oh, I'd, I'd agree. I'd no. agree. No. I, just, I just don't see anyone else. I, they're just The squad depth they have is ridiculous. Oh, it's, it's, the squad depth they have is way too good, and it's unfair, especially with the signing of Grealish, you know. Uh, attacking options. I mean, looks like Bernardo Silva will be out the door, but you know. Well, hey, <laughs> whiny silver, whiny silver, bye bye. Yeah, um, no, I, I, yeah, that 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 squad is just ridiculously unfair, and Pep's Pep's done great things with them. But I mean, I think the main one for them is the Champions League this season, and they don't. Well, they obviously want to win the Prem, but Champions League still that uh, short off trophy. They didn't. They failed in the final uh, this year, so I mean, you know, it's just the squad. It's just too strong. The signing of Jack Grealish for 100 million as well, the most expensive British player in the history now. And yeah. I think if he gets the game time, definitely a player to watch out for. I think he's in the list. But talks about Harry Kane. If Kane joins, I think then it just might be, it's going to be nailed. I think it's nailed on anyway. But if Kane, if Kane joins. But I'd, I'd, would he, I'll go on to Tottenham later, but we'll go on Harry Kane now. Do you think Harry Kane will move? No. No, I don't think so. I mean, it's obviously a possibility, but unless they can get a replacement, I don't think Daniel Levy's going to look to sell him. Because mm-hmm. Lotaro Martinez is looking like he could be uh, could be on his way to Spurs, but unless that happens, I don't see uh, Levy wanting to sell at all, really. And as Pep said, and if they don't want to negotiate, they can't put an offer in. So I don't think he'll be on his way yet, probably. I've said that in the past two episodes. I I've been adamant, really, even though 
the reports I said the reports Harry Kane I didn't think he'd actually have it in him to miss training but reports been saying it wasn't he didn't miss training he was reported to come back on Saturday which he did anyway so perhaps he didn't have what I said he had in him perhaps I was proven right but yeah I just I'm gonna say for the third episode in a row I don't think Harry Kane's moving no I mean the leaving training thing was an interesting one because I I believe that he did that on purpose to, you know, not come back as soon as he could have done. Because, you know, the likes of um, Grealish, he was waiting to see with Messi and waiting, was waiting to see the situation sort of thing. And then sort of backtrack with his statement. I could be completely wrong. I mean, Hurricane's obviously a great professional, but I, I, you can't you can't knock, knock him for trying to force a move because he's got some very stubborn owners at his club. So, yeah, I, I, I don't think it'll be happening. I don't think he'll go anywhere. I think we'll be at Spurs. So I've mentioned Jack Grealish earlier, but who is your player to watch out for? Um, there's obviously, obviously a lot of a lot of quality players in that team, but I'll probably pick Riyad Mahrez. Yeah, I don't think I think I have a lot of games this season with uh, Bernardo Silva on his way. Looks things and Sterling mainly plays off the left, so I think Mahrez will be back to you know banging him in every week. Hopefully, we can get his confidence up. I've gone Raheem Sterling. Yeah, it's a good shout after the Euros. Fantastic, fantastic Euros. Proved everyone wrong. Proved me wrong. We had discussions saying, we, everyone wondered how he was in the team, really, because he didn't actually have that bad of a season looking back last year. It just wasn't the numbers that he got in the previous three. But he had fantastic Euros, as we saw, the, mostly the, the main man, really, because Harry Kane didn't have a fantastic Euros overall, even though he scored four goals, wasn't it, in the end? but. But Raheem Sterling is definitely my player to watch out for, and I think he'll have a good season and prove everyone wrong. Yeah, good shout. Next, we go on to the best prediction of all time. We're going on to Manchester United. Yeah, do you want to start as your club? Um, yeah, I think I'm going to win. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, I've already said City are winning anyway, so that was pointless. <laughs> but um, what was I going to say? Third. There you go. Third. Well, what's your, what's your reason he made some good signings? I mean, Man United typically like to uh, splash, splash the clash. No, splash the clash. Splash, splash the clash. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of punk, that one. Um, <laughs> splash the clash. Um, but Will Sancho proved to be a good signing, and Varane's not yet confirmed, but it's looking like it's high. I think, I think I literally just saw the medicals done. Is it done already? Yeah. yeah. I looked earlier today and it wasn't quite confirmed, but yeah, it's been, it's been known for a while now, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, how, how do you think you'll uh, how do you think you'll get? And I think the only question marks for you are the DM and the goalkeeper spots. Um, yeah, De Gea, Henderson. I still go De Gea, but it's nostalgia. Obviously, we know how good David De Gea is. He's still good. He's still a good goalkeeper. But obviously, Dean Henderson's got COVID, so he won't start the season. So David De Gea will start in goal. But Dean Hen- I do like Dean Henderson, but as we saw from a few games, the AC Milan game last year in the Europa League, the Liverpool game, especially at Old Trafford, his positioning for Salah's goal was terrible. But he's, he's still young. He's still young for a goalkeeper. He has loads of time. Goalkeepers have loads of time in football, it's fact. But yeah. I think this I think this will be De Gea's last season. So I think he'll have a good season. He actually didn't have that. He was... He didn't have a bad season last year. I don't know why everyone still goes at him. Obviously, the Europa League final didn't help. But, no, but should you expect? Should you be expecting a goalkeeper to score a penalty? 
I think the main thing for me with the European final was not the fact that he missed penalty, it's the fact he didn't save 11. Yeah. It's, like, it's not great, is it? You expect the goalkeeper to make one save in like 10 penalties, especially when you're getting defenders to save. You should have saved the one before he kicked. Yeah, I just I I don't think you could blame him for not scoring, but you got to blame him for not saving because that's the mm. end of it. Yeah, but um, yeah, so I think David De Gea will will be his last season. I think he'll be in goal. Rafa ran fantastic signing, definitely needed. I said to you last year, Lindelof Maguire wasn't good enough. Yeah, I agree. Because they're too similar. They're too well, not similar. Maguire's better, way better than Lindelof, but. They're both slow centre-backs. And then we saw the impact. Hopefully, wan have another good se- will have a good season. Or hopefully, another good season like his first one. Because last year, he was all right, but he wasn't to the best we know he can be. Yeah. But because we saw his positioning needs to be better. Because Lind- Lindelof, they were practically holding hands. Because they were, so, they were so close together. It was unbelievable. Yeah. So hopefully wan positioning will be better, especially with Maguire next to him, because we've seen the impact of Luke Shaw and Maguire next to each other for England and Man United, and it's fantastic. They just understand each other to a T. And Luke Shaw, oh, hang on. Rep Luke Shaw. Yeah. Got to get this out. Thought, sorry if you're listening on the um, Spotify, but Luke Shaw, repping Luke Shaw this year, and I think he'll another fantastic season. Best left back in the league, confirmed especially with Robertson out, so he'll have another good season. So I think Luke Shaw is my player to watch out for after a fantastic season. But we'll finish third. Sancho, obviously a great signing as well. It's a lot of money to live up to. But I think he'll... I don't think he hit the ground running like a Bruno. But I think he'll have a good season. We, we needed someone on the right because Greenwood's not a right winger. He needs to develop more into a number nine, which we he'll know he'll be in the future. Rashford's out for a few months. He definitely needed that in, um, not definitely needed that injury, but he needed that surgery because he didn't play well towards the end of last season with the two injuries he sustained. And hopefully, when he comes back, he'll be to the best we know he can be. So I've gone for us to finish third. And as I've said, the midfield is not good enough. So where have you put Man United? Third as well. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think the main thing issue for you is just the DM, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Fred and McTominay not not really good enough main night stands, in my opinion. So, yeah, I think this, the signings are, as you say, much needed. Um, Sancho on the right, and then you definitely need the quick centre back with uh, Lindelof and Maguire, as you say, not very mobile. So, I, I think Maynard will have a will have a good season, but Solskjaer needs to win a trophy this season. And absolutely has to, mm-hmm. in my opinion. It needs to be winning, like, even if it's an EFL Cup, like. Something you may not as manager, you need to be winning trophies, and that's the same for all the you know, all the top clubs. And he hasn't won one yet after what would be that's now third season. Uh, third season, full third, full season in charge. Yeah, exactly. So he needs to be getting uh, needs to be getting a trophy this season from whether he just solidifies top four and gets the FA Cup. I think that'll be a good season. Yeah, so uh, play torch out for Man United. I've said Luke Shaw, obviously. I think, yeah, Luke Shaw's, Luke Shaw's a good shout. Um, I think I'm going to go for Moran. I think Moran, if, if, if he does sign, but he's pretty much over the line already. But yeah, I think Moran will massively improve your defence and become one of the best centre-backs in the Premier League. That's good. Um, Polish, Harry Maguire. What do you think about Harry Maguire? Proved everyone wrong, especially the impact. We didn't have a great end to the season last year and you saw how vital Harry Maguire is to that team. And he, I think he's definitely shown that he's capable of wearing the captain's armband because he had a terrible start to 
last season. And I think he's proven everyone wrong so far. So what do you think about Harry Maguire? Yeah, I'd agree. He's a really good centre-back and, you know, he captains and leads the team so well. And it'd it definitely be very important with that back line. And as you say, he's got a very good link-up with Shaw. And yeah, I mean, starting to justify his large price tag, which everyone doubted to begin with. But yeah, he's doing well. And so that's Man United. Next, we go on to Newcastle United. What do you think about Newcastle then, Miles? Uh, this is probably my boldest shout. I mean, a lot of people would probably have them at lower. I've gone 12, which I think is maybe potentially quite high for Newcastle. But Steve Bruce, I think he's respected as much as, you know, he, he doesn't get enough, enough respect he deserves. When that squad is fit, is he, he, he does well. Like Callum Wilson is a very, very good striker. He'll probably get, I reckon, around 10, 15 goals a season again. They've got like some Alisson Max man, the quality player on his day. Willock coming back on a permanent deal, potentially signing Rob Holding. No, I think they'll have a good season if they can keep the squad fit. If they can't keep the squad fit, they could go down. This is this is how it goes. But yeah, I think I think Newcastle will be set for a good season. Um, but I've put them a bit lower. I don't think they'll get relegated, but I think they'll finish 15th. Yeah, I think that's probably where most people will put them in that sort of region. But I think they'll be up there with Brighton. Uh, Brighton and Newcastle are pretty close to each other in the table. They definitely have the ability to go down. Fantastic players, as you said, Callum Wilson, Alistair Maximan, getting Joe Willock back. Def- definitely fantastic signing after after his loan spell last year. So, Lingard getting the loan, um, loan need player back. Yeah, so I don't think Jesse Lingard will go back to West Ham, but well, I think that's confirmed pretty much. But Joe Willock, fantastic signing, proving everyone wrong because there was questions, question marks him at Arsenal and I think he's a fantastic player Joe Willock he's definitely my player to watch oh yeah that same yeah, I was going to say Joe, uh, Joe Willock as well if you can, I don't think he'll bang the goals like he did last season because you know he did go on a bit of a run didn't he um, it'll definitely be very important uh, to them in that midfield mm. so you said Newcastle up. where do you say Newcastle's going to finish well and I've said 15th next we go on to New boys, but also the Premier League's favourite yo- yo-yo club, Norwich. Yeah, and I'm going to say I'm going to repeat that and finish 20th. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah, I just I just think they really, really lack quality. Like, where, where are the goals coming from in that team? Like, Cookie's not... Cookie, as, he, as he's, we saw a couple of seasons ago, he's not really up to Premier League standards. He does win the Championship, but as soon as he gets to the Premier League, he had that one one good spell with August, scored a hat-trick. I believe it was against Newcastle, wasn't it? Yeah, it was against Newcastle. Road, yeah. Um, and then after that, sorry, he just fell off the ball massively. I mean, they lost Buendia as well, who's a big creative player for them. And they haven't really signed anyone like Rashika from the Bundesliga. Could be could be a good signing, but other than that, Billy Gilmore, on, he's obviously a good player, but can he really take them by a scruff and they can keep them off? I don't think so at his age. Um, mm. Yeah, so I think they'll be back down in 20th, but maybe better than they were last uh, time they were in the Premier League. Maybe about 30 points this time. He's definitely the player to watch out for, Billy Gilmore. But as you said, the age, they're depending on him when he's at such a young age. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. And this might be the shortest team we talk about today. But, yeah, as you said, with Everton, I don't want to say about Norwich. They're the Premier League yoga club, and I think they'll just finish rock bottom of the league. Yeah, I agree. Move on. (laughs) Yeah, let's move on. Uh, Next, Southampton. Um, I'm going to put them 15th. Which yeah is, I think Southampton is really hard to place this season because they could equally like finish eleventh, twelfth if likes of like Armstrong from uh, Blackburn did well in the championship last season. Just I think he was second top goal scorer behind Tony, 
Um, but I just think losing Ings is going to be quite crucial for them, even though he's quite injury prone. But he did carry them through games. Like, he's pretty much the reason they won. They beat us at um, St Mary's, and he's in the days a talisman. And Harson, who I don't know how much I trust him. You know, he's he's sort of like a progressive manager. He seems like played modern style of football, but he doesn't really like get consistent results. I mean, they've had two nine nils now, which has got to ask the questions, isn't it? Albeit both men had a red card, but still not losing nine nil twice has got to show flaws as a manager. And you know, he did well to get them back after the first nine nil loss. They they actually went on a decent run. They were top league last year at one point, weren't they? With their stop the count merch, um, they released on their website. But, um, yeah, I just I, I think they could easily go down Southampton, but I think they'll have enough. Yeah, like the likes of James Ward Prowse to keep them up. Um, well, yeah, after they beat Liverpool on the first January, the first January or second, I can't, I can't remember. That's too long yeah. ago. But after they beat Liverpool, they went the worst run in the league. I think they were the worst team. Probably, I wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, and they they only beat Liverpool. They drew against Chelsea. Other than that, they lost. Obviously, the nine nil. We beat them nine nil. They were down to nine men though. But it's no excuse for losing two in a row. Could be that. Well, I want to see the money on that to lose nine nil for the third season in a row. It wouldn't surprise me, honestly. It, it, yeah, I've got actually gone Southampton one lower. I've got them sixteenth. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd agree. And it's not there's not a lot of difference between those teams around the area, Burnley and. You know, the, the newly promoted boys. So the loss of Danny Ings is huge. Obviously, he didn't have a fantastic end of the season last year, but no doubt his quality, once he's fit and going, fantastic striker, won the best in the league. Linked with Spurs, he was before moving to Villa, with yeah. maybe to replace Harry Kane. But obviously, yeah, yeah but he's, yeah, he's gone to uh, Aston Villa now. But Southampton, they'll just have enough to stay up, but I think they'll finish 16th. Yeah, and we move on to oh, speaking of the devil, Tottenham Hotspur. Do you want to start on this one? Yeah, I'll start this one. I put them seventh. I've agreed. With oh, that's we've agreed again. We've agreed a lot today. Yes, I mean surprisingly they didn't make the predictions together, so <laughs> clearly got a similar similar ideas. Um. This I've always thought Harry Kane's going to stay, as I've said numerous times on the podcast. But I don't think it will be enough. They're going to rely on Kane and Son again. I think they'll have both have fantastic seasons again. But they rely on them too much. Their back line, they've obviously... Toby Alderweireld's gone, surprisingly, I think. Yeah, potentially. I mean, gone to Qatar, isn't he, I think. Yeah, so, you know, obviously after the money and... Just want, just want to a pretty uh, relaxed end to his career. But, yeah, I, I, Spurs, I just think they're a bit average, really. Nuno's a very average appointment, in my opinion. They could have done, maybe could have done a lot better, but no one's really uh, chomping it a bit to get that job. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we turn them down, I believe. Yeah, Antonio Conte as well. And Conte, like, but Nuno, like, he's managed to get himself a alleged upgrade in the job from Wolves to Spurs and getting pretty much sacked. Like, he's, I'd imagine he would have been sacked if he wouldn't have walked, so... Yeah, I just don't trust Nuno. And like, I, I just I agree with you that Kane and Son will have good seasons, like up, up there with the same outputs they had last season, the season before that. But uh, yeah, they haven't really done much. They've signed that uh, like Gill player from uh, yeah, sure. Brian Gill from Sevilla. One there from Sevilla, and then uh, Christian Romero from Atalanta as well. As well as Golini from Atalanta, both loan signings. So yeah, I just haven't really added much. And Gill was I don't. He, he might he might be all right, but I think it might take him a season or two to adapt. 
And I just think it'll be a bit average, you know, it's just seventh. That's, yeah, we both agree on that. My player to watch for is a player who's played for Nuno on the wall. So I've gone for Matt Doherty. Yeah, yeah, I, I, he probably gets placed back in the team. I mean, Oreo will probably be uh, a bit annoyed that uh, Nuno's Nuno's the manager now because he was good. But Oreo did uh, was quite in favour under Mourinho, wasn't he? He's played a little bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, my player, my player to watch, standard Harry Kane. I think they'll have a very good season, along with Son. Yeah, they've got a really good link up. But other than that, I don't really see a lot of bright sparks in a very dull Tottenham team. Could we see the return of Deli Alley? Um, yeah, he showed he showed good form in preseason. It looks like he probably will start. So he, we know what sort of player he is when he broke out in the fifteen sixteen season, was it? Yep, I think so. Um, yeah, Long time ago. Players, but you know, when you imagine getting him on side, that's what Mourinho tried, but it didn't really work in the end. Um, yeah, so he, he could be a breakout. Uh, well, breakout. He's not a new player, but you know, back to form for Deli potentially. This, this, is, this is the good old phrase, isn't it, in football? It's like a new signing. It's like with you and Oxlade Chamberlain every year. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Listen, my dad always says that. Well, Oxlade Chamberlain's back. It's like a new signing. And I'm like, yeah, it's going to get injured again. Yeah, he's on the treatment table the next couple of weeks. <laughs> it's a new signing on the treatment table. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it's not. Um, but next, we have Ben Foster FC. We have Watford FC. Oh, dear. I want, I want to put Watford high, but I've got them relegated. <laughs> 18th, yeah, the last uh, team I'm relegating today. Yeah, I just think they, they, they just not, not a lot to judge them off, but defensively, I don't think they're as good as you know it seems. They, they, they played Palace a lot, scored, and they conceded three goals. They look a bit suspect. They got some good players like Ismail Assar, you know, got some, you know, these they've got quite a lot of range of strikers there. They've got Dini Gray, um, King, the guy called. Kucho, I don't know how you pronounce it, but people have been raving about him. Apparently, he's going to break through. But yeah, I just, I, I think the defence will be the main, main issue with uh, a lot of, you know, um, Rose quite underwhelming, really. I think he's not a bad signing, but he's no better than like, likes of Ryan Bertrand. Um, so yeah, I think the defence will be the main reason they go down. I've put them 19th. So this is my last relegated team of the day. Yep. I think. Where's Premier League experience there? You've got Ben Foster, Danny Rose, Josh King, but... I think it stinks of West Brom, though, last season. I'm not making the same mistake again. I think the manager won't... I don't even know the guy's name, to be honest, but I think it will be sacked. <laughs> well, it's, Watf- it's Watford, isn't it? Yeah, they change every in two minutes. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think I think he'll be sacked at some point. Probably won't be surprised if he's the first manager to be sacked. But, yeah, I'd... I don't trust I don't trust Watford to stay up at all really. I could put them lower, but I just think the likes of Saul and um, you know other good players in their team will will have enough to maybe make it a bit of a fight. For some reason, I'm actually ha- happy for Watford to be back in the Premier League. I don't know what it is about Watford really. It's just it's just Watford, isn't it? But um, Ben Foster, everyone everyone's favourite foot footballing YouTuber. What do we think about Ben Foster? I don't think he's going to play a lot of Backman and uh, Backman and goal in front of him, but hopefully he can get a few games for the GoPro. Uh, it would be interesting, but yeah, um, he's he's getting on now, isn't he? I don't think he'll get a lot of game time. Um, my player to watch out for is a player I think you know too well, Ishmael Asar. Uh, I'd say the same. Yeah, very very good player. Surprising he hasn't. Surprising he stuck with the club to be honest. And obviously he was there. I think I think he was their player of the season last year. Yeah, he was. Some very, very, um, very good performances from him, and I, I do think he'll be uh, 
you know, a good uh, good player for the end of the season, but it won't be enough to keep him up. Um, yeah, Ishmael Saar, fantastic player, linked with Manchester United, and of course, the team he scored the two goals against Liverpool. What do you think if he was at Liverpool? Um, yeah, it's the same sort of situation as like you asked me about Rafinha earlier. I think it'll be good, good backup, a very exciting player, definitely one for the future. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be if they go down again. I think they'd probably look to maybe probably be looking to move on. So yeah, it could work out. We're only got two teams left now on the predictions. Now we have everyone's favourite from East London. We got West Ham. Yeah, what do we think about that? Uh, well, I first of all. David Moyes done a quality job last season. It hasn't been backed at all in the window. I mean, all their signings, yeah. Ariola, who was online as well. Yeah, he's going to be second fiddle to Fabianski. And then Craig Dawson obviously did well last season, but it's not a new signing, is it? So, yeah. Yeah, I just, and they've lost Lingard. I, I honestly could have put them a lot lower. Like, I could put them down where I, I'm putting them, um, like Brighton, Newcastle, but I've gone 10th. But I honestly think it could be lower. Um, they're going to have to rotate Europa League. They've only got one striker who's like the most injury prone in the league is Antonio. He's obviously a great, great striker on his day, like up there with the best in the league. Uh, but it's just, his hamstrings don't really uh, hold up too well, do they? Especially playing week in, you know, like playing on the Saturday, playing on the Thursday, playing on the Sunday. You know, I, I, he's not going to have to start every game. Yeah, and that's, that's my concern for West Ham. They haven't got any other players they can rely on, really. Lack of depth, and I think that will hurt them. I agree. I put them 11th, one below where you've put them in 10th. As I said, the problems with the Europa League, they haven't really bought anyone, to be honest. Obviously, losing Jesse Lingard coming to back to Manchester United, I do think that's a mistake. Opinions on Jesse Lingard, Mars? Well, he did really well from last season. Like, was definitely one of the standout performers of the second half of the season after moving in a January transfer window. But yeah, I, mean, I definitely think they should have re-signed him. I'm not sure how much money I wanted, but... Whatever. 30 million. <laughs> Not too bad, to be honest. I mean, he did well from last season, so he's only got one year left on his contract, though. Yeah, maybe you can get him on a free after that's just thinking because you know, West Ham loans are a bit stingy, aren't they? Yeah, Yeah. so yeah, Lingard. I mean, I don't know what's in it for him staying in May United because he's not gonna get he's not gonna get in past no, so what's the point? You might as well, you know, move elsewhere or maybe get another loan until you can go on a free end of the season somewhere, yeah, at the same time be appreciated. I'll say even even if Bruno falls ill or has the worst game ever, you still get on the pitch ahead of Lingard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I just in my opinion, Jess I love Jesse. Don't get me wrong. Fantastic personality to have around the dressing room. Problem is we're trying to win a title. Personalities don't win titles. And would he get he would even get on the bench in a title winning team for City, Chelsea? No. No. Not. Not really. I think you get on our bench. Yeah, you get on your bench because everyone gets on your bench. <laughs> got quite good strength nowadays, so, you know, it's not, it's not so much of a good argument as it was before. Yeah. But yeah, I think he should be looking for a move. Yeah, he definitely should be for for his career. He's tw- tw- what, 27, 28 now. Even the, yeah, you're still young talent. He proved it last year, Miles. I've told you. Um but yeah, he needs to move for his he needs to move for his career. Yarmolenko still at West Ham had a fantastic Euros, so he didn't actually didn't play much last year though. But Antonio, as you said, in, injured all the time. Ben Rama bit underwhelming last year. Ben Rama, but he is my player to watch. Yeah, a lot of the FPL guys are looking at Ben, ben Rama, um, maybe to replace Lingard, but I'm, I'm not sure. To be honest with Ben Rama, he's not 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 he's not done a lot. I think he's just a 
a decent flair player, but I'm not sure how, how much he can be relied on. Yeah, I agree. But if anyone can transform a player, it's definitely David Moyes. He's got the CV for that. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, now we're going to the last team. We've got Wolverhampton Wanderers. So I think I'll start off with this. Underwhelming season, to say the least, last year. Losing Raul Jimenez. A shocking injury at Arsenal. Absolutely shocking. Will he be back to his best? But I think Wolves will stay up. I think they'll finish 12th. OK, I've got them in... I've got in 14, so maybe a bit lower, but I, I think the thing for Wolves is, is a lot of unknowns. They could they could spring a surprise, but they also could be in the relegation scrap. Like uh, they've got a new manager, um, and Royal Hermanez is obviously back, but can he be back to his best? I think mean, that would be crucial to them. Patricio's left, which is an interesting one, and they've got a Sa in from uh, the Portuguese goalkeeper. Would he uh, have the same effect as Patricio's? Quite good for a few seasons. Yeah, I just think with Wolves, it's hard to say where they're going to be. So I've just gone for a pretty average bottom end of the bottom end of the league, but not in the relegation fight. Uh, Raul Jimenez, definitely the player to watch out for again. Hopefully, he'll be back to his best as we've seen him before. Shocking injury, as I said, at Arsenal. Will he be? Will he be back to the player he know he can be? No, I think I think he will. I think he'll come back um, fighting. And he'll be hungry to uh, prove himself again in the Premier League and prove everyone wrong that he can uh, play with that. Uh, well, he's got a bit protective headband on now, hasn't he? Yeah. Playing on fortunately for him. But yeah, I, I think I think Roll will be backfiring. But if, if he isn't, then they really could be in trouble. As we saw, as soon as he went off injured last year, they just, they, it's like they've just lost the spark pretty much. We didn't have a. <laughs> it's hard to speak about Wolves because I do like Wolves as a football club. Definitely fantastic football club. But. And as soon as they lost him in November, it just seemed their season just went down pretty much. Well, so. Yeah, losing Jota as well. Yeah. Obviously, they had Fabio Silva. He was a bit underwhelming last year. He's still still a young kid, but still has time. But as we saw, he just wasn't a Raul Jimenez. No, definitely not. And that's the the predictions we're going to go over from 20th to 1st, so... Let's start with Miles. Go over your predictions again. Oh God, I've got them in order. Um, <laughs> oh, I've got them. I've got them alphabetical. Oh, just go over the teams again, just to reiterate. Right, so I've got Arsenal sixth, Villa ninth, Brentford sixteenth, Brighton thirteenth, Burnley seventeenth, Chelsea fourth, Palace nineteenth, Everton eleventh, Leeds eighth, Leicester fifth, Liverpool second, City first, United third. Newcastle 12th, Norwich 20th, Southampton 15th, Spurs 7th, Watford 18th, uh, West Ham 10th and Wolves 14th. I'm going to go from 1st to 20th, I think. I've put Man City to win the league, Chelsea 2nd, Man United 3rd, Liverpool 4th, Arsenal 5th, Leicester 6th, Spurs 7th, 8th Leeds, Aston Villa 9th, 10th Everton, 11th West Ham, 12th Wolves, 13th Burnley, 14th Brighton, 15th Newcastle, 16th Southampton, 17th Palace, 18th Brentford, 19th Watford and 20th Norwich. So we've done the predictions for this year and now I'm going to do player of the season. What do you think about who's going to be player of the season? Uh, I think it's going to be Kevin De Bruyne. Safe choice. Back from injury, yeah, but he's just... Very, very good player, and I think he'll also get the most assists in the league um, with some great, great attacking players around him. And if, if City go in the league, it's, it's not always there. It's not always a player from that club, but I think De Bruyne will be back to his best. To be honest. Yeah, another strong shout could be uh, Bruno. I don't, I don't think Salah will be. 
to be honest. Um, obviously missing out with a, with a couple of nations, and I think I think there'll be the goals will be even more spread this season between the front uh, front three, front four, with Mane back uh, back by instead earlier. So yeah, I've, I've gone I've gone for De Bruyne as well this season. What about you? Oof, it's actually quite hard. Um, I'm you know I'm backing it. I'm backing Bruno. Yeah, it's a good shout. If you get some some more penalties. I, I I could discuss this all day. I could destroy every Bruno hater in an instant. You're an exceptionally good player, but yeah. you know, if you, if the penalties drop off, he could be dropping off in the goal figures. Is all I'm saying. But as we saw in the Euros, not easy to take a penalty, is it? No, no, not easy. Out, so. Got to be more practice. Um, yes, so I've gone backing Bruno Fernandez. You're backing Kevin De Bruyne. Two great players in their positions. Um, young player of the season. Um, it's, 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 an, it's an interesting one, but I'm going to go for uh, Mason Greenwood. Back in Man United? Yeah. I think Mason, Mason Greenwood will have a good season, and then Rashford's out for a while, isn't he? So I think Greenwood probably will solidify his place in that team, with a lot with Martial being consistent. But I think another good shout for the season could be Saka. Um, obviously, gonna get, he's probably going to get more minutes than Greenwood, but I think Greenwood will, you know, he's a very clinical player, and I think he'll really impress the season and potentially uh, nail his place in the team. Um, yeah, I'd say I'd... I'd see Phil Foden still fits in the category for young player of the season. He got it last year, and I'm going to back him again. I'm going to go Phil Foden again. Yep, strong, strong shout. Where do you get where do you get the minutes though? With a lot of you know, Grealish coming in, a lot of uh, competition in his area of the pitch. I think players like Phil Foden, whatever minutes they get, they'll just play brilliantly anyway. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It literally doesn't matter how many minutes he'll play. Five minutes and it'll impact the game. It's like it's like Grealish. As soon as we saw in the Euros, comes on, especially in the Germany game, comes on and impacts the game instantly. Yeah, maybe one for Golden Boot. Golden Boot. Um, this is actually quite a hard one. Is it? Yes, it does depend on Harry Kane. But um, I'm going to go for Mohamed Salah. Yeah, I, I like that shout. I'm going to back a Liverpool player for once, even though he's got the couple of nations. I still think you get enough goals in him in the other games. We've guaranteed a hat-trick in one game, as we saw last year, in Leeds last year. Back to hat-trick. Everyone, everyone was gutted when uh, no one captained Salah last year on FPL, especially on game week one. That was gutting. Everyone's on the Bamiang. Yeah. Salah will be captained against Norwich, don't you worry. No, I've made sure of that as well. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to go Mohamed Salah. I think... We obviously, it depends on the African Cup of Nations, but it doesn't matter for me. He's just that player. Yeah, I've, I've gone for a boring choice of Harry Kane. It's pretty standard. But... Two seasons in a row? Yeah, I think regardless of whether he'll be at um, Spurs or elsewhere, for obviously, if you're not, if you, I think he'll stay in the Premier League regardless of whether he gets moved or not. But um, yeah, yeah, uh, I think just he's obviously a very, very good goal scorer and uh, he'll be relied upon like uh, Nuno relied on Raul in, the, uh, in his Wolves team. No, I just think he's just a standout for me, Harry Kane. Yeah, I think the next one's going to be really boring. Um, top assists. I've already said De Bruyne. <laughs> yeah, De Bruyne. Just agreed. Now we're going to go on to the fixtures. First fixtures, obviously Friday night. This Premier League is back. Everyone's happy. Brentford versus Arsenal. How do we think this one's going to swing? I think that Arsenal will beat them, but Brentford will, will give them a the game. Will we give them scores or just a result? Uh, whatever you want, scores, result, don't matter. Okay, I'll, 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 I'll give a, I'll give a result. I think I'll still win. Okay, 
Um, yeah, I'll go. For, I'm going to go for an Arsenal two-one win. I think he'll be incredibly close. Yeah, I think Brentford will give him a will give him a good push. I think it could be me a high scoring like three-two Arsenal. I'll go for. Would be a fantastic way to start off the season, definitely on the Friday night. But Saturday, I've seen my boys Manchester United versus Leeds. Brilliant game to start off the season. Two rivals. Rafa Varane, it's not going to start. Obviously, his medicals today, I think it will be announced today as well. Bit too close to the deadline, so I don't think Varane will play. Sancho, start training on Monday, I don't think he'll play. But I think we will win. I'm going to go for a 3-2 win. 3-2 high scoring. I'm going to go for a 2-1 main odd. I, I think you'll. I think Leeds will give you a. Will give you a game. Maybe they'll score first, but I think Comeback FC will get job done. We are terrible at home though, which is not amazing. Yeah, I, I, I still think you'll beat Leeds uh, opening game of the season. We are. We, we prefer being away from home than at home because we were on being away from home last year. Good achievement. You're away sick. Yeah, we are away. It's this the it's the Firmino thing away, isn't it? <laughs> classic classic season one that, but yeah. Uh, Burnley and Brighton. Oh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a pretty stinky game, though, isn't it? Pretty boring. Draw. Nil nil. Nil nil. I'm going to go for one nil Brighton. Yeah, I, I think Brighton are more likely to beat Burnley than uh, Burnley are likely to beat Brighton, but I just don't see that being very exciting. Very exciting game. So go for nil nil. Title f- favourites. Um, <laughs> favourites Chelsea versus Cri- the new Crystal Palace. I'm going to go. Chelsea win. I mean, the steamroll four nil. Four nil. I'm gonna, I'm going to go three one. Yeah, I, I don't see Palace putting up any sort of fight. As I've put in the predictions, I just think they're going to be a uh, pretty average uh, in this game. Well, pretty poor, really. Yeah, <laughs> it was literally just appeared on my screen. You're frozen for ages. But um, uh, Everton and Southampton could be another boring game. Um, yeah, two quite like. Unknown teams this season. I mean, Southampton have lost uh, Danny Ings and Everton got a new manager, but uh, I'm going to back Rafa to have a good start of a 1 0 win. I'm going to go for 1 1. Yeah, a good prediction. I think struggling defences sometimes, I think Everton have the better attack, but I think it's just going to be a very dull game. I'm going to go 1 1. Yeah. Uh, Leicester City versus Wolves could be a kickstart, good, another good kickstart to the season. I'm going to go 3 1 Leicester win. I'm going to agree with that 3-1. We've yeah, agreed on that. Yeah, that's a good start. With Wolves, yeah, a lot of a lot of question marks. So, I mean, Leicester, Leicester will do a good job on them. Ben Foster FC versus Villa? Uh, I'm going to go for a 2-1 Villa. I'm going to go 1-0 Villa. Okay. I think they're going to score, score and be boring. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Norwich versus Liverpool. This could be, yeah. This 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 could be in, you know, a very high scoring game for us. I'm gonna go four one Liverpool. Four one, like it was in the first game of your title winning season. Yeah, I, I think I think we'll con- I think we'll concede. I think we'll concede, but I, I I still think we're gonna you know put a few goals past them. I'm gonna be boring and go two 0 Liverpool. Yeah. Two two nil, get the job done. We'll yeah. Anybody. 2-0 get the job done. That's what title winnings team do. Newcastle versus West Ham. Fantastic game that was last year. 3-2 to Newcastle. I'm actually going to predict that again. I'm going to go 3-2 to Newcastle. Oh, very good. Nice, nice shout. I'm going to go for a... Ooh. Go for a 2-all. 2-all. Nice little draw. Yeah, nice draw. A little nice little draw. And the last game of game week one. 
biggest game of the week, Spurs versus Manchester City. Uh, I mean, 3 0 City. 3 0? Yeah, I mean, no embarrassing. I mean, no embarrassing, you know. I'll go 3 1. 3 1. Yeah, yeah I, I think City will win. If, 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 if Nuno can pull a surprise on uh, Pep, I'll be very, very, very surprised. He's done it before. He did the, the double over him at Wolves. Yes, yeah, that's just true. That's true. But I think City, City are too good this season. Yeah, I think, I think this, this their hardest game. I think for a while, City. So win this, pretty much title done. Title done again, week one. Maybe, maybe. But that is the end of the Talking Football podcast, guys. Make sure to subscribe to the Jay Cullip YouTube channel. Make sure to like and ding on that notification bell. Make sure to follow the Talking Football podcast on Instagram and follow me on Instagram, Jacob underscore Cullip underscore underscore. And make sure to follow on your local podcast provider. Remember, guys, you need to be yourself. You can't be no one else. I've been Jake Cullip. This has been Miles. Goodbye. And yeah, goodbye. <laughs>